Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to hour two of the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. I have to be perfectly honest before we get into this topic. Um, our cheat day experience is on deck. Literally, it's next to me, kind of under this, and I keep on getting whiffs of it. Ooh. So I'm already starving and very excited very, very, for our very. cheat day experience. So you'll want to stay tuned because I'm just going to say it. I'm not going to say it. It's one of the hottest food items Hot. at the Minnesota State Fair. We haven't tried it yet. So, just know that that's coming up in about 10 minutes or so. However, in the meantime, in between time, you have to uh, have this conversation with me. Okay. And it's gross. Oh, great. Sell it. It's, I know. But you guys, listen, we like to kind of, well, we don't like any of the scandals. Let's just be real about that. Especially the ones that involve sexual assault, uh, a la uh, Harvey Weinstein, et cetera, right? But I really do think we've had, we've had enough warning about a potential scandal coming out about Nickelodeon for years based on rumors that we've heard about Dan Schneider, the former showrunner for many of Nickelodeon's very popular shows. He's been in rumors from like day one, at least in terms of blind items that we've read. He's kind of just come across as a very creepy and gross person. Well, but now we should say that that was that started with rumors and innuendo, but then people started saying things out loud. And they keep on saying things out loud and I do think just like any of these other um scandals that broke, it's the it's when it's when the it's when the victims start to organize and speak together with a loud voice that we actually see something happen. And I think we're getting close to that with Dan Snyder. And here's why. So first of all, if you are not like a Nickelodeon person and you're like, I don't even know what a Dan Schneider is. You might actually know what a Dan Schneider is because he himself starred in the, in the TV show head of the class. Yeah. So if you're over the age of like 45, we got you. We got you. If you, uh, but then if you've got kids that watch Nickelodeon, they were probably watching some of the products of his imagination. Zoe one Oh one being one of those victorious, uh, was another one. Um, the Amanda show, I think is the name of it. Uh, that's another With one. Amanda that, Bynes? I don't. I think is that, that Amanda Bynes. Show? No, actually, yeah, is, oddly, yeah. is it okay? Yeah, that's what I said. Anyway, I don't. I honestly don't know because I didn't watch any of these shows. However, he's behind just about every popular Nickelodeon show you can imagine, and we are just now getting uh, following an investigation uh, 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 some details about a suit. 
or a claim that was made in 2000 that did not name him, but as you pull back the curtain a little bit, you, you don't have to name him to know that he's probably involved. Because at the time, he was at the helm of um, all the things that were going on okay. at at Nickelodeon. Yeah. So he was not named as a party in the claim, like I said, that was made public for the first time because of an investigation earlier in the week. But because he was the creator of The Amanda Show specifically, this claim was made by Jenny Kilgan, who was a writer for that show. Okay. And she tells in detail stories about um, the climate that did that was that was um, did not allow for women in the writer's room that that uh, a per an unnamed person who probably we can assume was Dan Schneider. So I'm trying to like gently say that they're basically directing a lot of the claims toward him without him being the one that's directly Who's they? they being the the t- the media as oh, okay. as they're t- right. retelling this yeah. investigation so nobody is saying nobody is attaching his name to these in the in this lawsuit right okay however he um they say that he was repeatedly uh, he would request massages Ew. from the female coworkers. Well, it's not appropriate. He would not only request massages; he would request that they massaged him under his clothing Ew. in the workspace. Okay, um, that's not appropriate. This writer, uh, Jenna, did I say her first name is Jenny? Jenny Kilgan um, tells a story about. Um, a moment in the writer's room when she was trying to tell a story about something that happened to her in high school. And um, Dan Schneider tried to embarrass her by having her simulate a sex act while she told the story. Okay. And it's that those are a couple examples, but those stories, there's many like them and they are being corroborated by other women of many ages who worked at Nickelodeon. Both so people that are actually saying it's Dan Schneider doing this. Doing That was doing this. Yeah. Um, and, and it is everybody from people who worked in the writer's room to people who worked um, on the shows, which were, they were teenagers at the time. Yeah. So you get an idea of kind of the swath of... And, and that Dan Schneider also was quoted as basically being hateful toward women. So you said you think that now this story is sort of cracking open. What, in addition to this lawsuit, is there that makes us think that? So it's it almost feels like a coordinated effort, and I don't know how coordinated it is, but there are I, there have been multiple stories recently of stars of Dan Schneider's shows. Most recently, one of the stars of Victorious, which was one of his, his Nickelodeon shows. Her name is Daniela Monet, and she's speaking out about how she was sexualized as a young actress on the shows on Nickelodeon that she worked on. She um, talks about how she was given outfits that are inappropriate for for young people to be wearing that she says even as an adult now she would never choose to wear. Um, Other other actresses speaking out, talking about um, things that happened on set. For example... And I, and I wish I could remember where I read this because I've read a whole bunch of stuff lately and some of it is stuck. But I read a story about a take on Zoe 101, which is the show that starred um, Jamie Lynn Spears, Britney yep. Spears' sister. 
and it's I think it was called like goo. It's a it's a it, it, there was a fake product called Goo Pop, which I think was like a candy that was goo, and repeatedly they did a take of her being shot in the face with this Goo Pop. And it literally looked like slime, like the kind of slime that they use on Nickelodeon. But the but the way that they kept on filming was sexual in nature, but not overtly so. Okay, right. But it was they did a final take, and everybody laughed and thought it was funny. And one of the young people on the set made a reference to how it reminded them of a pornographic act and dan schneider said that's the one we'll use yeah that's gross it's you know disgusting uh, is um and holly you might know this is Par- is nickelodeon paramount yes so like i what's interesting is i remember when we uh, like some friends and i went out would when i went to la yeah. like a couple years ago we took a tour of the paramount set and i believe they showed us one of those nickelodeon shows sets like sure. on the, the tour and um, they talked about all of the sort of strictures and regulations and and um, expectations that there are around those shows that, like, it doesn't operate like a normal show because they're dealing with minors. And there are so many rules to protect minors in Hollywood that I'm actually surprised a culture like that was able to sort of, you know, infiltrate. And what it would tell me is, and of course, like, the stuff with Dan Schneider especially is frustrating because he tried to make sort of a comeback like, nobody's willing to call him right. out, apparently. And even in the story you're telling me, I'm like, nobody is still attaching their name to criticism of him particularly, which is, it's interesting, like, what protects him? But in beyond Dan Schneider, like, it seems like there might be a cultural problem that went on during the early 2000s over at Nickelodeon, which I hope that somebody is doing the due diligence to figure out because, you know, they make it sound as though those shows are so buttoned up and those stars are so protected because they've got, you know, they can only film for certain hours. Right. They have to go to school. They've got minders. Everything has to be approved. They're not allowed to interact like a normal casting crew would be able to interact. So I'm just curious how, how that happened, how a culture like that would be able to, to exist. Well, and uh, so I'll, I'm just going to say like two or three really quick things. One of them is whenever we hear about a scandal like this, one of the things that fascinates us is the system that was put in place to allow the, the scandal to continue to happen or the abuse to continue to happen right but you're right when you're working with with minors there's so many more there's so many more rules in place that it's almost like it shouldn't have been allowed to continue but somehow it was and and some of the accusations that we're hearing that are directly attributed to Dan Schneider are coming out of the the book that was written by uh, the actress uh, Jeanette McCurdy. And she's the one that wrote that book that's called I'm Glad My Mom Died. Yep. And it tells a lot about her own personal experience feeling exploited as a teen actor. Um, and she, I, I think it's her, it's either her or another actress who talks about Dan Schneider giving them alcohol as minors. There's just mm. so many pieces of the puzzle and so many people working now in concert because there's another actress um, who uh, has staged her very own personal 
protest. Her name is Alexa Nicholas, and she literally has been protesting with a sign that said, says Nickelodeon didn't mm. protect me. Yeah. And she's telling stories, too, about how she f- was objectified as a young woman. Well, more shall be revealed. More shall be revealed, and it continues to be revealed, and I just think we are at the precipice of the of this busting wide open in a oh, m- sure. far more organized fashion. Now, for Dan Schneider's part, he was dismissed from Nickelodeon years ago. Yeah, yeah but uh, it was all under all Dark under, of Night. Like, exactly. There was no explanation, no... On either side. Yeah. So something's going on. I'm just saying, now you all know we're on the front end of it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. We are going to eat some food because it's cheat day Friday yes. at the Minnesota State Fair after this on My Talk 1071. Well, it's not only is it Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It is Friday at the Minnesota State Fair, which is like double super duper special because on Friday we always do this, and at the State Fair we do it every day. What do we do? Cheat day. Hey. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. What are we cheating on today? I have been waiting to stick. Thank you, Bessie. That's the cow, not you. I have been waiting to stick this in my mouth literally all week. And for a hot second there, I thought, I don't know if we're going to be able to get this thing. Because this is the most popular thing at the Minnesota State Fair. I'm not joking. It is the pickle pizza. It's certainly the most talked about thing at the State Fair, right? Uh, It is both the most talked about and also, I would argue, probably the longest line at the fair. And I'll tell you, I know this because our promotions person who went over to grab it said that the line is pretty pretty sure about 75 people deep on oh, wow. two lines on That's both crazy. sides of the building. That's crazy. So all it's for? All for pickle pizza. Pickle pizza. Pew, pew. I'm really okay. excited about this. So I'll give you the description. We've been doing this now every day of the fair that we've been out here. And we've been out here. I think this is day eight. Uh, day eight? No. Seven? Day seven. seven. Yeah. Tomorrow would be day because we've Correct. been out here for eight days. Yeah. And uh, each day we try a new fair food item. We have had some days two things. Yep. We've had a lot. And later in the show, we're actually going to rank the things that we ate. But today's pickled pizza is described. And by the way, it comes from Rick's Pizza. They're a new vendor, by the way. They're right over on Cosgrove Street between Wright and Dan Patch. It's a hand-tossed homemade pizza dough topped with a homemade specialty dill ranch sauce fresh mozzarella crunchy dill pickles and finished with dill weed mm. and it is a substantial slice of yeah. pizza no, that's a big that's a burr, 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 okay i'm gonna burr, try burr. to put some in my mouth okay okay all right you've been waiting for this all week i want to hear everything you have to say i will say it looks like just like a good piece of pizza a good big slice and who doesn't and it's also big enough to share which is exactly what you want mm-hmm. Whoa. and Whoa. Mm. Yeah, share. Big enough to share. <laughs> New and you've got a mouthful of pizza. What do you think? Tell Listen, us all about it. Well, the first thing you need to know, you have to be a pickle lover to like this. You just do. Like, And if you're not yeah, a pickle well, I would, lover... Yeah, I would hope that you're... If you're not a pickle lover, don't stay. Get, don't even get in line. But there is something very special about this pizza. It's not going to... When I first heard about it, I thought it was just, we were just going to get some pickles on top of a pizza. I know, right? You're dancing. It's the, it's like a, the ranchy, the ranchy, um, ranchiness of it. Right? Okay. So I'm here to tell you, first I'm gonna of all. I'm going to take another bite while you talk. The thing that I love this about how this we do pizza, it, we seesaw. Pickle pizza. It is like 
Because I will tell you, I love pickles. I make my own pickles. I'm like a weird pickle person. At home, I get yelled at because everything is tangy like pickles that I make in our house. And um, I love pickle chips. You know, I just love pickles. And I'm here to tell you that, like, I was ready to be underwhelmed. Because usually, like, when people are like, oh, try this pickle thing, you're like, you're just trying to do a fad. And you're just going to throw some pickles on it and be done. That is a thoughtful mm -hmm. piece of pickle pizza. And here's why. That sauce has pickle in it. Mm -hmm. You know, the dill weed, there's actual pickles on it. Yes. Like, it is a mouthful of, like, salty pick. It's almost like pickle chips flavor. You yeah. know, like, how pickle chips are just, like, potato chips are, like, super salty mm -hmm. and dill? Yes. There is tons of dill on that. I love it. Yeah, and that's the other thing, because... Again, what you think you're going to get and then what you actually get is always kind of an interesting exploration. I literally thought they were just mm. going to, like, confetti some pickles on the top of a regular That's pizza. Real good, you got to love pickles, though. Colleen's right. You're right. You really do. and Because it it's very dill-forward. That's the dill. If you don't dill. love pickles, you ain't going to like this pizza. That's the dill with this uh, <laughs> pizza. Okay. No, but it is. It's very dilly. It's a big dill. It's a big dill. Um, okay. I under Should we rate it? Oh, there's a lady with a pickle oh, t-shirt. Have you had the pickle pickles. pizza, man? Have you done it? You need to go try uh, it. Like, literally, you will love it. I, I am going to tell you, send somebody right now to start getting in line for you. You should hire somebody. So that some You could make a pretty penny at the Minnesota yeah. State Fair being a line stander. Because, mm -mm. but mostly for the pickle pizza. You know, 75 people deep. I mean, people are loving this pizza. It is like, it's like sour pickle in the perfect sour, tangy way. It's got that tang. You will be a member of the tang gang. Like I am. That's what I call my pickle posse. What? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Will you ask Look. Leonardo DiCaprio to join that? Stop it. Okay. Stop it. Oh. The tang gang. No, that's my, my pickle peeps. I we call ourselves the tang gang. You don't have the tang gang. <laughs> On Instagram. Are you serious? No, oh. but like when I look through like, the people that I follow that are pickles, that's my like unofficial tang gang. The people that you follow that are pickles. Not well that, that do the pickles. <laughs> the tang gang. Make it's, a t-shirt. Tell that's me a five. Tell me the tang gang ain't gonna love this pizza. Oh, that's a five. It's a five. I can tell you because Bradley's that's going in for more without five. saying. When we come back, we've got celebrities <laughs> behaving badly. We call them after this. Hi. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, we got some celebrities behaving badly. We would like to highlight them in this moment. Uh, uh, what do we call them? D bags. Yep. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D bag? I don't know if it's like Peloton oh. or if it's just like this whole marketing experience. I, I don't know. I don't know. I saw this headline that really disturbed me. And I think all I wrote on our shared grid was, I hate this. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Tell me more. So I, the headline I saw that, that made me hate it is, uh, I'm, I have to get it open. It, we're having a problem. Uh, I hate this. Yep. It's from People Magazine. Also annoying. Kim Kardashian joins Ashton Kutcher for a Peloton workout. Kim Kardashian I, joins Ashton Kutcher for Peloton. I don't oh, like as care. A, in a commercial? No. Oh, okay. They literally just did a workout together. And How it was you, a marketing thing. It was for a um, 
like a a vlog. Um, I think it's 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 a series. They call it a running series. It's called Our Future Selves, and um, they put out a teaser on Instagram. And uh, it basically is literally Kim Kardashian doing a Peloton workout with Ashton Kutcher. And if there's anything I care about less than watching a like random people do a Peloton workout, yeah. And I I I have no truck with Peloton. Some of my best friends. Are Pelotons. Some no, of your best friends are Pelotons. I'm just kidding. But some of them do have Pelotons and they love them. And I get it. Like you, you get something well, you love, people, you're all about, about it, right? Uh, I mean, a lot of people fell in love with Peloton during the pandemic for, sure. for obvious reasons. Yes. And now I think Peloton has had uh, a very hard time, you know, sort of maintaining. maintaining that success or at least trying to stay afloat because, well, everybody's back to the gym. Right. And, uh, but I do, I know people love their Pelotons. But if there's anything I care about less than watching just random people do a Peloton oh, God, workout, yeah. it's watching what did they do? Kim Kardashian like, hey, and Ashton five, Kutcher. Ashton. Well, I think they actually did a running workout because he's training oh, for so, the marathon. Okay, so they weren't on a bike. They were on, I think, the treadmill, the Peloton treadmill. But he's training for a marathon, and allegedly she hates running. And um, she just was Ditto. just really. Hate I do too. Even it. when I was running a lot, I hated it. Um, I don't. When people tell me they love it, I'm like, do you? Well, I'm like, you'll love it real? until your knees don't like it anymore. Yeah, which is where I've arrived. Yeah. Um, you know, like today. By the way, today thought I was going to be late for the shuttle. Thought for one second, I'll just run to the shuttle, and then I remembered my knees and yeah. and how running ruined them. Yeah. So listen, if they've got like a Peloton walk. Or like, I don't know, Peloton nap. Yeah, I, I good luck with that. I'm in. I actually don't need any assistance with that. Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't want to do celebrity napping. I no. don't need to nap with a celebrity. But again, again, there's nothing I care about less than watching Agreed. Ashton Kutcher and Kim Kardashian do a Peloton workout no, together. Thank you. No, but they got paid millions of dollars. And got free Pelotons. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like, sure. come on. Okay, yeah. now I'm done. You sure? I want to take a bite of pizza. Can you tell me about your D-bag? I will. In fact, I'm going to uh, head over to page six and tell you. I don't know who my D-bag is in uh, this particular case specifically, but it's a story about Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen apparently being in an epic fight. I don't know what this has to do with anything, but I seem to remember we just talked about Tom Brady's face mm-hmm. about like injections mm-hmm. or something, right? Wasn't there a blind item about that? Yeah. Like, didn't you have to take time off? Holly, do you remember? No. Yeah, okay. that's what the blind item said, is essentially that Tom Brady had to take time off from his football career because he was dealing with the side effects of bad injectables. That's really weird. Anyway, um, now they're trying to get us, according to multiple sources with exclusive details only to page six, mm. believe that there's trouble in paradise between Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, And I don't, I don't understand what the purpose of that is, right? Exclusive details tells us that somebody wants us to believe these things. Not just page six sitting around throwing darts at a celebrity wall and making up stories. According to the actual story, it says that the model has left their family compound. That would be Giselle. She being the model. Although he models a lot of things, too, because he makes a lot of money as, uh, you know, a spokesperson. 
The model left their family compound in Tampa for Costa Rica following a series of heated arguments over his shock decision to unretire from the NFL oh. while he's remained. That's not even recent. Re- while he's remained behind for uh, training. Tom and Giselle are in a fight right now, a source tells Page Six, adding that this has happened before with a couple, but they've always reunited in the past. I don't like it's so weird. I don't know, like. Usually, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about that. Which are? Well, like, number one, is that news? A couple fighting? No, which is why, with why do we have an exclusive something? story then about the, the fact that a couple's fighting? That yeah. means that some of it, somebody connected to this couple wants us to know this or think this, and I am over here wondering why. Yeah. Also, again, his his decision to unretire, that's not new, Right. Uh, well, the news, according to this story, the news came after he apparently missed, well, and this goes back to the injectables, he missed 11 days of training in August when quizzed about his appearance, so maybe these two things are connected, Ooh. when quizzed about his appearance, the sports star said it's all personal, everyone's got different situations they're dealing with, so maybe instead of, like, uh, injectables being the issue, it's his fight with Giselle well, that's that's keeping him from uh, going to work every day. Or maybe they're fighting Which... because he got injectables. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually serious about that. Because remember, I don't know if you do remember this, they're, they're, he's on a very strict plant-based oh, diet. They're very they're ooey-wooey. Very ooey-wooey. So yeah. if he was like going down on the sly-sly to remember, get she's his allegedly face a witch. puffed up, according to, yes, that she did witchcraft on him, according to according NT to, Lawyer, yeah, who to told us that Aaron Rodgers was jealous. Yeah, he wanted his own witch um, and was trying to secure that with uh, one Shailene Woodley. I mean, but, but, don't so, we all want one? So it's interesting then, not really. That's true. But um, it, it is interesting that this might be like, oh, people are worried that I, you know, the story is going to be that I missed practice for injectables. Right. Let's create this better story that, like, we're fighting uh, right now. Okay, that's actually a good point. Maybe that is what happened. But I, maybe like, it's them not being the a sports related person. I don't know if the average Tom Brady fan cares about his relationship with Giselle Bunchen insofar as it gets in the way of his sports career. Also, you know, they make it sound like it's dire, right? Like, uh, in the past, they've well, always patched things up. Yeah, but. well, but I think that what it sounds like what they're saying is like they're fighting, but they always make up in the end. So it's like you know, it's bad, but it's not that bad. Oh, okay. So I what I was hearing was like, but like we're like panicking because they're they haven't well, made up yet. Listen to this insider who's also just a little bit perhaps xenophobic. Quote. Mm-hmm. They have a fiery relationship. Giselle is a bit hot-headed. She has that Brazilian heat. What does that even mean? Like, that Brazilian heat. Like, like that's a spice? Yeah. No, I think what (laughs) they're saying is, like, she's Brazilian (laughs) and everyone knows Brazilians get in fights. I mean... That just seems a little ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And also, the story seems completely made up, but you got to ask yourself who's making it up right. and for what purpose. No, but I actually, I, I'm going to go with your theory about it being about his uh, trying to get the heat, no, you know, not to overuse the term, but trying to get the heat off of his bad Botox. And by the way, when you say bad Botox, out of curiosity, Holly, do you know, 
like, does it mean like it doesn't look good, or does it mean like it went bad and then he got sick from it? it means it, it, well, what NT lawyer said in the blind item is there was a resulting infection okay. or some kind of legitimate like he was medical sick concern because he had cosmetic okay. surgery, uh-huh. which okay. which you know that like it's true that it's always a risk that whenever you have any kind of medical procedure that right. there could be the risk of infection anytime you're puncturing the skin. So that's totally understandable. Right. But I guess you could see in a weird uh, traditionally you know masculine way like i don't want people to think i got injectables but like it are we even in that world anymore i feel like no, no. i feel like you know at the point where you can barely recognize tom cruise okay fine at the point that i can barely recognize yeah, you, tom i was gonna cruise, say you were the one who couldn't recognize i was holding him. out on that i was like i did not think that was him but you know Turned it out. settled down he's fine now well no everybody like went crazy and so he went back and got a touch-up they were like, take this stuff out of his face because he looked so different. It was weird. Yeah. It was a little puffy. Well, best of luck to Tom, Brady, and Giselle. I hope they mend fences. You well, know, they so always that they can, do. They always do. And like, I hope he can put up with her Brazilian heat. Oh. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I would like to trot out this Dusty. Speaking of Giselle, actually, uh, she is the ex of Leonardo DiCaprio. One of many. uh, One of many. And we are uh, we are in we are in a phase. You brought you brought this up yesterday with Leonardo DiCaprio, where they're going to post breakup show us that he still is all man. And I just want to argue, I think he's a little he's dusty. He's all boy. He's, more he, like it. I think he's a little dusty. We're going to talk about it when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Man, thanks, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What up, Biaches? Hey, uh,. Oh, gosh, my nose is itching. What oh. the heck? You don't be out in There's nature. There's a high pollen count today. I hell. Oh, my gosh. I even took my allergy pill, but it's just tickling. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the allergy report, yeah. kids. Hey, you're welcome. Or should um, I say granny? If you are on your way out to the Minnesota State Fair, knowing that there's a high pollen count, make sure you take all the necessary precautions if that is something that... Wear your sunscreen. ...aggravates your... Well, yeah, I mean, I was going pollen, but yes, also wear your sunscreen because there is nary a cloud. Well, there's just a couple... No, clouds honey, in the sky, but you need to wear your sunscreen. Well, I mean, yeah. you're right because I always say to my children, the worst sunburn I ever got was when it's cloudy. on a cloudy day. It was like terrible. I couldn't walk. It's a whole thing. That's not why we're here. I wanted to talk about Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh yeah, no, we've been talking a lot about him the well, last few days, right? And ever that's... since he got single, or at least ever since they told us he got single a month ago. And that's actually he been... He told us this week, but that, allegedly he's been single a month. Well, yeah, and not only has he been uh, single, but he's been ready to mingle. In fact, not even just ready, he's been mingling. And that's the story I bring to you today. So yesterday, we talked about him hanging out with the ladies, hanging out with his boys. For some reason, it feels really important for them to push this story that uh, that... You know, Leonardo DiCaprio, now freshly out of a relationship, is out there doing his thing again. So we think, obviously, there's a reason why we're hearing this. He's probably got something to push. Well, here's the headline today. Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid Mm. were hooking up after his breakup with his girlfriend. Okay. How do we know that? A source. A source. Thank you very much. Uh, Rumors are swirling says the uh, Yahoo article that Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid hooked up after his breakup from Camilla Marone. This is actually originally reported in Life and Style. According to a source, they hooked up a few times 
Uh, and she is, quote, exactly his type. Okay. You you got to wonder if this is like her people that are putting this story right? out, right? Like maybe they, you know, had a drink or something. And because again, now it's that thing that happened after Kim Kardashian was single. People want to connect themselves, even if they're not actually connected to that person, right. because then you get your name in headlines. Then you look like you're, you know, like the hot thing. Like, ooh, yeah. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is going after Gigi Hadid. Well, here's And the a, Hadid family yep. is, you know, quite good at self-promotion. That's true. Here's what I will say about, about Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid. Her profile is decidedly higher than Camilla Marone's. Okay. Right? And so I yeah, wonder... Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't keep track. I don't even know what Gigi Hadid does. She's a model. Yeah. Which is, that is his type, right? Yeah. Like, he loves a model. But I think her, she has, because of the fact that she comes from the Hadid family, I think her name recognition is higher. Okay. And so it would stand to reason that if we're trying to go with this idea that Leonardo DiCaprio's people feel like they need to push some of these stories about what he's doing instead of Camilla Marone, that you're going to want to have some of the higher name recognition in play. Yeah. So so who knows if they actually did hook up. Um by the way this story does go on to try to dig deeper into why Camilla Marone and Leonardo DiCaprio broke up. Do you know why allegedly they broke up? Well, I'm sure it's one of a piece and by that I mean piece of, you know, do do. Um and it has to be something very typical like it's uh, they were just really busy. Oh, you're going to get this. You're, you're right on. Their schedules were really busy. It was hard to maintain a connection. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. With all of Leo's girlfriends, once she, being Camilla Marone, became focused on work and had her own priorities, he got distant. Rather than have dramatic breakups, they just took time apart. But... You know, she was traveling a lot, and distance did play a factor in their relationship. Yeah. I don't I don't ever... I mean, I, I'm not saying distance isn't a thing, like, because I am not in, like, a bi-coastal relationship. Mm -mm. It sounded weirdly dirty, even though it's not. But, like, I don't... I'm not an actor. I don't live that lifestyle. Or I'm not a politician or somebody who's, like, constantly traveling, a salesperson for work. Like, I imagine that you know, a service person in the military, like, those things actually do affect relationships I'm totally sure of it but when you're a very privileged successful and resourced uh, celebrity I have a harder time buying any of that because like make it happen well if you want something I mean Kim Kardashian allegedly broke up with Pete Davidson because of distance when she could literally fly mm -hmm. her private jet and did halfway around the world to mm -hmm. spend the weekend with him if she wanted yeah, the thing I have a hard time with that, um, you're right. Like, if you're using a practical, everyday definition of a, di a long-distance relationship, you can imagine how that would be difficult. If you are an actor or a celebrity uh, that travels a lot or a model that travels a lot, you know that that's always going to be present and part of each relationship. So either you uh, are aware of that and put some necessary work in on the front end, or figure out how you're going to make that work. Or it's always going to be the reason that you're going to break up with somebody. It's just sort of like a ho-hum kind of explanation for something that probably had 
very little to do with it. Yeah, I, like I, I don't think anything we're being told in the tabloids is probably the truth. What I would say is that I would actually, I think a lot of people have made the joke that like she aged out, so he had to get a new girlfriend. Right. And I would think, like, okay, sure, that's entirely possible. Also, that's just, if that's true, gross. gross. But have you met the world? Gross. Um, so, sure. But I also wouldn't be surprised if she was just, like, you know, because, again, he's static in his life. And I don't mean, like, not doing anything, mm -hmm. but, like, he's a no, like, he knows himself. He knows what he's doing when you're, what is he in his, like, he's, like, mid-40s? Yeah. Right? Like, he's got a direction right now. He's going places. But, like, he's an established person. How old is she? 20 20 some 25 she's yeah, 25. She turned 25. She might have been like, "You know what? I'm ready for the next chapter of my yeah. life and it doesn't include you." Like I I I could see a world in where she was just like, "Yeah, I'm ready to fly." And he's like, "Fine, bye. I can find another 25-year-old." If you want to be cynical about right. it, I'm saying. But here's where I am with the whole thing. I'm like, "This is such a dusty, isn't like Leonardo DiCaprio is getting kind of dusty now." What do you mean by dusty? Just like, I don't know. Like, it's the same damn story every single time. He's got a young girlfriend. She reaches a certain age. He moves on, hangs out with his boys, and then there's another lady. You know what I mean? I just am sort of to the point with where I want to say to his people, even in his roles, like you kind of said, like a known quantity, like you kind of know the role he's going to do. You kind of know... If I'm his people, I'm like, we got to figure out how to reinvent you. Because everybody can predict what the cycle of Leonardo DiCaprio is. Yeah. Are and you saying from like, like his social, up, dude. his life or like his career? Well, I think that both go hand in hand. I feel like if you shake up his, the storyline around him. Do we know? Well, because I just wonder what part this narrative of this like relationship ending or if it did or when it did. Mm -hmm. like, we don't know. But like how that plays into his or her career, like is is he work? Like I don't know if he's got a project underway right now. Like is he ready to make a change? Holly, do you got that IMDb him? in front because of you? The other thing is, like he could literally just be getting ready for another project. And um, you know what do we know when people have projects? They use their personal lives right, to and push that. If they were already on their way out, it's like okay, use this relationship as a way to push him in yeah. headlines he doesn't have anything coming out until next summer all right weird i yeah and Who she knows? i mean like she was working but buckle in because i guarantee we're just going to see more of this like leo is a man child just gallivanting around with his bros checking but out the ladies i think with leonardo dicaprio he's one of those movie stars who has name recognition in a way that not a lot of people do, meaning sure. that people across generations understand who Leonardo DiCaprio is in sure. a way that they might not perhaps, let, for example, a Timothy Chalamet. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so the Leonardo DiCaprio gossip gets clicks. Yeah, that's true. It kind of like a Britney way of, of talking about it, right? Like yeah. she kind of yeah. reaches all areas. Yeah, all generations. It sounds like Leonardo Leonardo Stop. DiCaprio is reaching Stop. all areas too. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, now that we've eaten a whole lot of food, we Ooh. on the Colleen and Bradley show are gonna we are gonna rank our state fair foods. Yas Queen. So find out what our top foods are after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.